just want to touch briefly on today's first reading. Uh, yesterday we had kind of the setup. Uh, Naboth was a tish, or, um, um, Jez- Jezerite. He had a, a vineyard next to Ahab, uh, um, and Ahab wanted to buy the land. And uh, even yet today, the land is very much the, the uh, Jewish person's identity. Uh, Naboth said, I will not sell you my an- ancestral heritage. Uh, and Ahab, being the whiny little uh, boy he was, went back to his room and turned away from food, and his wife Jezebel, who was another completely different character, comes in and and basically says, I'll fix it. And so she asks for a feast to be held, Naboth to be set as kind of the captain of the feast, uh, to be honored, and two scoundrels to come forward to condemn him and say he's cursed God and king. God, because then he could be killed, and he was. He was taken out in the middle of the street and stoned, and king, because then the king could take his property. And so we pick up today, and uh, Elijah meets him and calls him and tells him, the Lord has heard. You cannot get away with this sin. Even though it wasn't him directly, it was Jezebel, but it was at his request that she did this. And Elijah makes this prophecy, but Ahab repents. So he does not receive the punishment uh, that God had promised. Jezebel does. She's thrown out of a second-story window and killed, and dogs eat her to the point that not much was left of her body except her skull and um, I forget what else. There was like two or three different body parts according to Scripture. There's a reason we don't read that at Mass. It's kind of graphic. But this is what happens to people who make themselves enemies of God. Today in our Gospel reading, we have something that follows up on that, uh, and follows up And yesterday. We heard an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth, you've heard, but I say love your enemies. Go that extra mile. If they ask for your cloak, give them your tunic. Go over and above. And today Jesus is telling us love uh, that it's not enough just to say we love our neighbor. We have to love those who don't love us. And today we see that being, being played out with Elijah and Ahab. Have you found me out, my enemy? Did you catch that? He's an enemy. Elijah is an enemy because Elijah is calling him to task. But in light of the faith, Elijah was a profound friend. He was telling Elijah, this path you're going down is not a path you want to be going down. It's a path of sin, it's a path of destruction, it's a path that leads to your destruction, your eternal separation. While we would say this, Elijah didn't, it's vague whether he had a belief in the resurrection or not. But he's saying, look, you're, you're living a life apart from God. A true friend holds up and says, your behavior is not good. A true friend would say, there's something more for you. Our world tells us that, that when we stand against evil, when we tell somebody what they're doing is evil, is, is probably not so good for them that this is hatred. We see that time and again. All we have to do is turn on the TV and see how much that is, that it's evil for us to say, uh, I saw somebody uh, with some of the protests 
went up to them and said, shouldn't we be protesting Planned Parenthood? After all, they kill more black children in in, in New York City than are born. They were told to get the blank out. Love does not allow for evil, and it doesn't stay silent for evil. And it used to be that words are violence, now it's silence is violence. I, I can't keep up with the left, and so I, I, I guess I've decided not, not to keep trying. But we know that silence in the face of evil is violence, and we need our voice. Jesus Christ tells us to love our enemies. And our enemies are the ones who don't maybe love us, who can't embrace the truth, the faith. It's their choice to be enemies, not ours. We cannot make enemies. Elijah never called Ahab an enemy. Only Ahab called Elijah an enemy. If Elijah really felt Ahab was an enemy, he would not have responded to God's will. He would have been angry that God responded, much like Jonah did, if you remember that story. Jonah, see, I told you something like that was going to happen. But Elijah rejoices, and so too should we. I think when we're able to get to that point where we, when we rejoice when our, somebody who is doing wrong repents and comes back, when, when we are able to stand in the face of hatred and violence with love, when we're able to proclaim that love is stronger than anything else and that while they may hate us, we do not hate them, It's only then that we will be perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect.